Welcome to the Life After Kids podcast with Drs. Brooke and Lynn. We're getting real, raw, and vulnerable on all things midlife. We're sharing our friendship of over 20 years, and we're having honest conversations about our struggles and what it really takes to live a meaningful life after kids. So brew your coffee or steep your tea and pull up a chair. Let's have a chat. Together, we'll rewrite the next chapter in Show Midlife Who's Boss. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Life After Kids with Doctors Brooke and Lynn. I'm Dr. Brooke. I'm Dr. Lynn. We're so glad you're here. Uh, ladies, thanks once again for joining us and tuning in. We've got a great topic today. I'll let Dr. Lynn yeah. run with it. I don't know if we have a title on this week's topic as much as it's a conversation we're having about really being okay with not being okay. <laughs> There's the title. Being okay with not being okay in the sense that... Um, There are sometimes harder points, whether it's your kids leaving home or a big life change of some Mm -hmm. sort that occurs at this age in our lives. And we need to know that, of course, we have all this, you know, wisdom and experience of going through hard things. Many of us do so that we've gotten to this place where we just we just need to accept that right now we're we've got to reflect and Mm -hmm. we've got to go inward. We've got to do some preparation. We've got to do some self-care um, to prep to come out on the other side, right? Instead of uh, maybe our twenties and our thirties, we would have maybe engaged in maybe more self-destructive behavior mm-hmm. or just powering <laughs> or powered through and just ignored. Mm-hmm. Not and maybe some of you it. are still doing that as well. Um, that doesn't work for me because it shows up in my body. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, my <clears throat> problem is when I go through a time of struggle or you know, if I'm being honest, just being emotionally down or whatever, I, I think most of us go through these as women, especially if you take our hormones into play. But my my problem is like, I like, I want every day to be a great day. <laughs> and I get frustrated. It's hard for me. Like, there's something wrong. This is ridiculous. Like, why can't I? Why? Like, why can't I just rise above this? Why aren't I stronger? Why? Like, those are the things that go through my head when I'm having a period of time or a day like that. I don't want to feel bad. Yeah. Well, nobody, nobody does, but but I don't, but what's realistic. What is realistic? And to your point and why I'm glad we're having this conversation because like not every day is going to be a good day. Yep. And even you might have weeks that aren't good weeks. And what are you like, what are you going to, do Do about about it. it. Well, the first thing you should do is adjust your expectation because any unhappiness comes from like any unhappiness comes from the disconnect between what reality is and what you think reality should be. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So if you think every day is supposed to be a happy day, right. Or if that's your standard when it's not, of course you're going to be unhappy because your realization or the reality is not meeting the expectation of your, what, what you set up. Yes. And I think that's the same thing for, you know, going, yeah. Like, I love that you bring that up because sometimes we just need, if we're really, if we are unhappy, we just need to think about, well, like, let me give the example. So it's, it's been a harder season for me. Just, we have a business and, um, same, right? So I always think that I kind of did not grow up in a family where we 
had businesses. We were not entrepreneurs. We had, you know, my mom was a nurse. My dad was a respiratory therapist and they went to work and, you know, like most of our parents did, or maybe you do, right? Mm -hmm. Neither is bad. Neither is good. It's just, I didn't have that framework. So I realized my expectation is, is that when you're in business, that it should continue to grow and just steadily climb and, you know, things should be easier Mm -hmm. as you go along. Mm -hmm. Well, that's where some of the frustration can come from because you just have to accept that it is, it fluctuates, Mm -hmm. you know, um, it, it goes up and down Mm -hmm. and there's so much freedom in just accepting that and learning that. Yeah. And when you do, and you're, it's, it's, it's just, it becomes, it, it does, it's not as frustrating. You can dive in, you have energy to just dive in and fix what's going on instead of complaining about like, well, why isn't it Yeah, going better, right. you know, kind of to your example as well. And here's the thing that could be business. That could be anything that happens to you in life, because sometimes things don't happen the way we want it to. And sometimes we can set goals and we can make plans. We can do the step, everything that we have, we can have the vision. It could be for our business. It could be for our life, for our family, our kids, whatever it is. Sometimes things come up. Sometimes an employee is going to quit. Sometimes you, something comes up monetarily and you need to put more focus where you didn't need to before your kids are going to go to school and they're not going to, you know, or they're going to leave home and their, your family life is going to change. You might suffer like a loss, whatever the case is, there are going to be struggles. There are going to be times in your life that are not playing out the way that you want them to. They're not going to meet your expectation, your ideal. And how are we going to handle that? Because when we were younger, I think it was easier to just power through and focus on the more, the fun and the la la, whatever. And at this age, I think the gift can be, if we allow it is how can we instead lean into those times And be really proactive and reflective about what can we learn from it and how can we come out better and new on the other side? Yeah. You almost have to go into it with, with like an appreciation for the struggles Mm -hmm. instead, because I do think when hard things happen, we, we're, we're unused to that at times. Yeah. Right. And we, you know, we're kind of like, well, what is this? This is really ruining my day. Yeah. You know, this little thing. This is not how I didn't expect to have to go and whatever. Do you go and work for 10 hours today? (laughs) I should be right. You know, and here, and listen, this, how many of you can relate to like seeing this apply to this younger generation? Yeah. Like, I mean, we could go on so much there, but because we shelter, like if we're sheltering them too much, they don't. Yeah. I mean, they always say good times create uh, weak people. Yeah. Hard times create strong people or strong people, but right. Um, that's a topic, the whole other topic, but the point of it is. And so when things happen, we should really use them to our advantage. As you said, where's the beauty in this? Like, so what's the lesson in this and really learn from that lesson Mm -hmm. so that we're not, yeah, I think there's a lot of time just wasted in the pity party and feeling bad about the fact that this is happening. And we talk about that a lot and we, it's mostly because we put that into use in our lives. Well, and not, not even huh. talking about it, like here on the podcast, just as friends on our yeah. own, we talk about that because I, I think it's not most of us, I would think, unless you and I are just weird, <laughs> have the tendency to do that, to take, to waste the time and energy on, Oh, like why, why, you know, poor me, poor this, why is it like this? And by the way, that's not changing anything. 
And now the energy and time that you needed to focus on what you need to do to get through the struggle you've put into just right. feeling bad for yourself. And I'm not trying to make anyone feel bad because I do it. I do it. I'm speaking right. to myself. Well, and if you feel bad, then there's something speaking in that you need to examine. Maybe you're being yeah, convicted. You need to, yeah, something's yes. being faced. Yes. You're being faced with something. Agreed. So one of the major, major reasons I want to bring this up though, is because many of us are going through menopause and understanding what that actually looks like and breaking it down from a hormonal perspective, because there are going to be just some days where you have drops in your estrogen and things could be just fine. And then something you know, could happen and you're having one of those days and it could com- be a com- to- complete and total shit show for you versus another time something could go wrong where maybe you're in a different phase in your cycle and your hormones are balanced a little bit differently and you can handle it well. So you just need to be prepared. I think that was something that I speak to you on that just because I I needed to be I wish somebody had explained that to me mm-hmm. a little bit better, but um, we've talked about Dr. Mindy Peltz before, and um, she has some good information out there, but she had recently done a video about, you know, you could, you could be, so you could be your best, most amazing self for, you know, three or four days. Like I'm tending to be an introverted person. Um, but there are days lately, and I've even said it to my family. I was like, look at me being extroverted, talking to the strangers. And, and you said it to me too. Look I know. Wooing. I know. <laughs> and then, so then I'm thinking, you know, here I am going, all right. So, wow, look at this. And then the very next week, you know, as you're going through something harder or a drop occurs in your estrogen, then you're just completely like introverted, more inward, um, so just be, I guess, prepared for, it's not an exact science, but there are going to be times when your, when your estrogen fluctuates to where you're going to notice massive shifts in your personality. Yeah. Well, here's, here's <clears throat> the issue with our age and menopause. I love this book too. The Mindy Pell's book, Fast Like a Girl was great. I, I learned things in there that I had not known. Um, but the problem is not the problem with her book. Her book is great. I'm not saying would never say anything bad about her or the book. But the problem I find for myself being in premenopause is I don't I don't know when those days. There's sometimes there's no preparing for that. Right. There's sometimes there's no like I'm not operating on a 28 day cycle anymore. <laughs> I'm like you know I could go two months without a period or I could go three months, like four, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. So I don't know what, it's not like I know, well, this is when I'm ovulating, right? My hormones are going to do this and I should be prepared for that. Now is my first day of my cycle and I'm on date, whatever, 14. I can't do that with myself. I can't, I don't have, I'm not, I don't have the ability to have the foresight of that to prepare for, like you said, an estrogen job, but (laughs) I'm so glad you bring this up because what I find for myself is like, To your point, that is a real thing. When your hormones are dropping big time or they're just low, you are not going to feel like your best self. And if things are, if you're having struggles already, right, it's going to just make it even worse. And what helps me is not that I'm necessarily able to prepare for that, but on a day when I'm feeling like that, or it, or it, some, even for me, sometimes it's like, oh, I just feel a little off today. I'm a little lightheaded. Like any of those things, I can remind myself, Brooke. Like you're probably, this is just probably an off day for you. Your hormones do funny thing. And I can treat myself with a little grace and not go to anxious 
places where like, yeah. I got to pull my, like, I've got to get through this. What's wrong with me? Why am I, you know? Yes. Do you know, does that make sense? No, totally. Yeah. I mean, I think that it's the same, you know, if you understand that kind of like me being more extroverted, I think all my life I've looked at other people who are extroverted and thought kind of back to our conversation about strengths and weaknesses. I have to pull myself back from trying, trying to want that for myself more. Right. Yeah. Because it just, it, it's not coming naturally to me as, as easily. And so it's having that grace for myself to know that it's not a case of, oh, I'm succeeding one day and then failing the next. Yes. It's all of it is good. All of it is who I am. Yeah. It's all, and that's, what's so amazing about being a woman is yeah. because we do have these fluctuating hormones. Men don't, they have testosterone at this level all the month it's supposed to now Jerks. some men have I know right some men have lower testosterone because of certain environmental lifestyle factors yep. but what have you ours is up and down and it's pretty cool if you look at it from the beauty of uh, the design yes um and if you understand it so that you can have that like you said that accommodation for it that a un, you know grace for it Right. Because we're not, we're not designed as women to, honestly, we're not designed as women. I'm not making excuses for us to be on top of our game hundred percent of the time and to constantly be going at it, constantly go getting it, constantly hitting it hard at the gym and constantly yeah. doing the thing. We're, that's not how our bodies are made. And when we remind ourselves about that, at least for me, it makes it easier for me. Like now, like I'm, I'm much more aware, like if I wake up and I'm not feeling great, my normal tendency would be like, you got to go get go get your workout in, go like do all the things so that you feel better. And now I know like my body's having an off day. I need to take it easier. I need to not try to do all the things Mm -hmm. I need to maybe like, instead of going to in and doing a workout, maybe I'm going to just take a little more quiet time with my reading or whatever. I'm going to allow myself that grace. Not that Mm -hmm. I'm going to just sit around and feel sorry for myself. But I'm going to do things instead of that are ramping me up, do things where I can be more grounded and more centered. And that allows me to get through those times better. So many moms in the Life After Kids community are seeking more purpose now that their kids are grown. But over and over again, we hear this one thing. I don't know where to start. That's why we created the Life After Kids Goals Framework and User's Guide. It's the one tool you need to design your new chapter, and it will show you where to start. The best part is it's free. Use the link go.lifeafterkids.com forward slash goals framework to get yours now. That's go.lifeafterkids.com forward slash goals framework. Let's get started redesigning our life today. I love it. Yeah. I think just anybody, if you're listening and you're going through something that's hard, it could be a family member. I mean, there's, there's a lot, you know, that life is hard. Life is hard. I just want to tell you too, the other piece of that is like, again, in our twenties, we might've pushed through or engaged in some self-destructive behaviors. And hopefully I think the lessons that we've learned at this stage in our life is that we can use this time as a time of just going inward and taking care of ourselves, just taking mm-hmm. really, really good care of yourself. Like you would for a friend who was going through a hard time, right? Be your best friend right now, your own best friend, you know, cut back on the alcohol, get more sleep, mm-hmm. 
say no to more things like you, you are in a time of protection because you have something coming at you mm-hmm. and you need to preserve your resources. Mm-hmm. You need to and probably scale back emotionally. Mm-hmm. It could be financially mm-hmm. decide and discern where you need to scale back yeah, and be okay with doing that temporarily yeah. if needed. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, if you're struggling, I mean, obviously if you are really struggling and you have been struggling, we're not, <laughs> we're not mental health experts or specialists to seek help when you need to. But when the conversation of, if you're just going through a time of transition or difficulty at work or difficulty with the child, yeah, whatever I'm that thinking is. of circumstances. I'm yes. not thinking of exactly. I just wanted I'm, to clarify that yeah. just in case, but I think that, um, it, it being aware of that and knowing like, once again, we keep talking about this, but just it's okay to take a step back and catch your breath. Yeah. That's, that's what I, I mean. Yeah. And I don't know, I don't want to overextend that message because sometimes for me also, I need someone to say, okay, like, come on, you can do this. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Like, so there's a very fine balance of like, taking care of yourself, taking a step back when you need to going inward. And then also times where we need to say, I got this. Yeah. Like I can do this, whatever it is, I'm capable. I can handle it. And I need to get through this day. Right. So there's like that. That's where you need people that know you that like, will tell you straight. Yeah. You know, because life's not a perfect, we said this before, life's not a perfect science. It's an art and things like that are, can be, you can, get it right sometimes. And then you can be needed to actually push more or push through something Yes, in at certain times, just, just to break through, to yeah. stretch yourself through there's that uncomfortable feeling that comes from stretching because of growth Yes, versus no, we've pushed into a threshold that's, that's now damaging myself. Right. Like in chiropractic, we have a term where we're, if we're going to adjust the joint, we take it to that healthy tension. Mm-hmm but you'd never want to push through that healthy tension into the space where the joint could be damaged. Right. So that's, you just have to know that yourself, that's where you have to be connected enough to yourself um, to know. And sometimes if you're not like I'm an Enneagram six, so I spend most of my time in my head and I don't have necessarily that like gut intuition. So if you're not connected enough to yourself, then that's where, to your point, I think you already mentioned friends, your spouse or whatever. Sometimes you need somebody on the outside to sometimes talk you through that, you know, because it's very easy to, here's the thing. We don't want to constantly, I, this, I don't want this to end up being a talk that somebody listens to and think we're saying, just stay in your comfort zone because you know, you're a woman, we need to take it easy. We're in menopause. That's not it. Because if we don't push out of our comfort zone and get uncomfortable sometimes or struggle, sometimes we're not going to grow. So there's a really fine balance there. How do you know the difference? Uh, how do I know the difference? Well, I've spent a lot of time working on myself. I've spent a lot of time, a lot of times that'll take me just being in some quiet self-reflection. Most of the times it's my husband (laughs) because I don't have a husband who is like, (laughs) oh, if you don't, you can't see me. I'm rubbing by the way, that's what you need. You need Most somebody who will push you at times. I'd say 90% of the times, 10% of the time, I would just like to have somebody that's like, you know what, just go catch your breath, put your feet up for a second. But he's the one that'll be like, you know what your problem is? You don't have any problem. <laughs> 
and I laugh, but oh, like we all need a good pep talk. That needle for me. That's like you just got to keep. This is life. Yeah, you've got to keep going, and we do. We have to push past that. But what can we do in the mid? I, I think it's just. <clears throat> For me, this conversation is being aware that you're going through a hard time, accepting it, right? You're accepting of it. You're not trying to push back or fight it or make it something that it's not. What can you do to keep yourself grounded and and stress managed, but also suck it up, girl, like you can do it. (laughs) Yeah, that's, I mean... Does that sound uh, yeah, cold? Yeah, like, no, I, don't know. I mean, what it sounds mean? good. I'm just like, have we helped anybody here? Because we've talked about, you know, it from both sides. And I think it's just a case of you have, we have to have the conversation and then you have to know that there's, a, there's, you have to know the two spaces where you could land and then you have to trust yourself to know. Yeah. Yeah. To make the right decision. The the thing and is, or have good people around you, right? Yes. And only at the end of the day, only you, yeah. not you, but you, the listener, any one of us know the answer to that. Like when is too much, too much, yeah. too, too much. When is it too much? Yeah. You know, when do you need to take a step back versus when do you need to power through? And I think a real good indicator of that is beyond how you're feeling, like some days you're just going to have a bad day mentally, emotionally that you need to push through. But if your body's showing you physical signs, if you're feeling uber run down, if you're having like a lot of headaches, if you get sick, (laughs) if you, you know, uh, those are like really red flags. That's telling you like, listen up girl. Yep. You're doing, it's too much. You need to get some more balance in it or you need, do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Does that, does that ring true for you? Yeah. And I, yeah, I think the other piece is it's something that like you, we're always doing too much, right? We can always scale back. It's like, who are you, are your goals consistent or um, aligned congruent with what you can actually do physically? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And if they're not, then you're, then you have to adjust that. So if your goals are consistent though, the hard things that you come up against, the hard days, you can power through. Yes. Yeah. But if in general, if you take a step back and you know, you're trying to do too much, then you have to cut ties. You have to cut back. The goals need to change. That's insightful, honestly. Because we can set really big lofty goals and sometimes it's not healthy for us. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I hate to say that cause I'm a big proponent of like reach for the stars, push through yeah. get your dreams, set your goals. But you know, one, one thing has to give either you figure out a way and do what you need to do to get yourself stronger physically. Mm-hmm. And if you're happy with where you are, but it's just this too much up here with the goals then scale the goals back can't be both ways. Or right. You're going to be miserable. Yep. Or, I mean, if you're really trying to do something major, big, then it's not just going to be a case of you putting in 20% more effort with all the habits, all the, the things that you're doing. Like if you're trying to 10 X your, your life Mm -hmm. or your goal, Mm -hmm. your chances are what you're doing right now is not at all going to be what it would take to get there. You'll have to completely change Change. up your lifestyle right so the so the goal could be 
it maybe the goal is not the problem, but what you're trying to do to get there is just to power yourself like a coal engine to get there. And that's not going to be what it's going to take. It's going to have to be some sort of innovation, some sort of new information, maybe a new partner, some, something that you piece could together. be help from somebody else, right? Help from someone else. It mm-hmm. could be you. This and wait, listen. This is what this is the epitome of life after kids. If you have, if you're wanting more purpose, if you're setting goals for yourself, if you're wanting the next thing, you can't do that without also focusing on your mental health, your mm-hmm. emotional health, your physical health, yeah, your community, having friends around that can help you. You need all those things because essentially I think what you're saying is you have enough energy the way you're living your life now you have an energy to do the things you're doing but if you're trying to up your game you're probably going to have to shift all this stuff down here that you do day in and day out yep and if you're not comfortable doing that then you might have to shift what you do you might have to be okay with just staying where you are right that's exactly right and that's the question and and by the way if you're comfortable and happy with where you are good for you never let anybody make you feel that that's less than never a hundred percent like that's the goal guys by the way so if you're there doing good yeah just be celebrate that I mean there's always room for growth but if you're where you know yeah I mean you can't stop growing because if you stop growing you die but but from a financial part or success piece or whatever that might be if you've reached that good for you yeah it's okay yeah yeah I mean pick uh, up learn Spanish or you know like Take up a hobby. 100%. Drive a new way to work. Do some new things to keep your brain alive and right. live your life. Exactly. And I have friends, and I'll tell you some of my happiest friends yeah. are friends that keep it simple and they're super happy yeah. with what they're doing in their life. They're not looking to like, oh my gosh, I've got to better. I've got to jump for the next thing. I got to this, that, and the other. They're just comfortable in their own skin and comfortable yep. where they are. Love it. Not in lesson people to learn from. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, I hope that hits home because we spend so much time. We're going a little backwards on us, usually talking about purpose and pushing for those next yeah. levels. But this is a conversation that needs to be had too. Yeah. yeah. Well, purpose isn't so that you reach a goal necessarily. Purpose is just a need that we have to fulfill, that we have to make a contribution to somebody, to something. Yeah. Okay. Right. So You're right. you don't need to be trying to make a million dollars for your company. You need to be, you need to be feeling like your, your existence matters. That's so good. That's so good. Yep. And you need to be fulfilled by it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it could be, it could be making a difference in one person's life, but it's a purpose. Yes. We, we have to have purpose. And if we don't have a purpose or enough purpose, then we, you know, it's, it's a place of, it's a void where we, we can misdirect all sorts of things. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why we talk so much about having purpose. Yes. <clears throat> that's very good edification. Good place yeah. to end. Yeah. That was a great conversation. I, I love talking. I love the fun. We've done a lot of fun episodes and just light yeah. stuff, but I really appreciate these conversations where you and I go deeper together. Yes. I hope you guys like it too. I know. I, I mean, this is how we spend our time geeking out on this stuff. Right. So anyway, uh, ladies, thank you for joining us. Uh, as always, we appreciate you being here. We love this life after kids community. Um, our website, if you want more is www.lifeafterkids.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media. 
Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Thank you so much for listening. If you learned anything, please share this episode with someone uh, who could benefit from it as well. That's the best thing you could do for us um, in, in thank you or in gratitude and go have an amazing week. Thanks again for listening to Life After Kids. When you have a moment, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you liked our conversation, hit follow and share it with a friend. For more on Life After Kids, go to www.lifeafterkids.com. We'll be back every Sunday, and we hope you will too. Until next time, 